You can only grow from your existing foundation. So what's your foundation? Do you even know what your foundation is? The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Well, I like to put it this way. If you feel like you're playing chess and the rest of the world is playing checkers, then you are in the right place. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, it's uh, Tony, and uh, really glad to talk with you again. It is January. It's the beginning of the year, second show of the year, and I got to tell you, it's been <laughs> it's been really tough. It has been a tough January, and not just for me. I've found that friends and family and even clients that have come in, this it seems like it's a little tougher this time than usual, which has led me, well, first of all, it's led me to not creating any content because I get uh, wrapped up in other stuff. And don't you hate that? And especially if you got, I'm assuming most of you guys out there are kind of side gig uh, people, uh, little entre- mini entrepreneurs, or uh, you guys that want to, or are trying to uh, carve your path, uh, as well as, you know, keep your head above water with all the other stuff. And when you're trying to do a couple of things at once, even being parents, because that's like five things at once. But you find that uh, when the stuff that takes you away is the stuff that you hate to do, and then the other stuff falls by the wayside, it just blows. And it's uh, and that's what's been going on. Uh, and not just for me, for some people very close in my life as well, which has led me to this show. And I just want to talk today about why January sucks. And it's, and it's for obvious reasons, right? Because we know we're not stupid. We know that uh, the weather is not great. And I have had friends in, from New Zealand and Australia, but I, I have yet to talk to them about this because I'm thinking it might be different because obviously the weather is completely opposite uh, down in the Southern Hemisphere uh, come January. So even though we know that there's seasonal affective disorder us up here in the northern hemisphere and we've got uh, this thing i don't know if you ever heard of blue monday but that's january the 21st and they have it, it, that has something to do with the weather plus all the bills and stuff there's also uh, come to find out there's this uh, doctor in england and uh, cliff arnall He's a seasonal disorder specialist, and he actually deemed January the 24th as the most depressing day of the year. Not to make light of depression, but you just, you know what I mean? Just kind of the overall shitty, moody day of the year. And he uses stuff like, he made a formula, and the formula has stuff like weather and debt and monthly salary and time since Christmas and time since failed quit attempt and low motivational levels and the need to take action. And I, I, it's pretty easy to see what the relationship is with all those and with all, and those all being at either the, 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 at the heights or the lows, you can see why it would be pretty crappy. Personally, what I've experienced, uh, in with my clients and friends and, 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 and myself a hundred percent is back in the day when I thought New Year's resolutions was a thing that actually you should do was the fact that a lot of us would go in to go into the holiday. First of all, holidays, we talked about this before. You just take it a break. You're like, I'm going to let it slide. I'm not going to worry about anything. I'm just going to enjoy myself. I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to, I'm going to eat the entire cheesecake. I'm going to have a great time to drink until you have to peel me off the ceiling. 
and I I have no problem with that at all. In fact, I'm a very big fan of doing the, those things during those uh, couple weeks. But uh, the the problem is with the resolutions, everybody gets fired up. All right, now I've totally screwed around for two weeks, and all the and last year wasn't super productive on the things on maybe some things I wanted to do. Most of the time, it's the health thing, right? It's the eating right and the exercising, all that. Because most people just don't. You, I, I'm sure you do, and I, you know, I try to. But even when you try to go to the gym a lot, and you try to eat right, you you tend to fall off. And you tend to, I, I mean, I do, I, I should, I guess I should only speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for you, but what happens is, is that you get around to the new year's resolution thing and you're all fired up. January 1st comes around. It's still kind of a holiday thing and you jump right into it. You get, you get your day planner, you've got your Google calendar and everything's rocking. And yeah, and the ideas are great. They're great. New year's resolution ideas usually are awesome. But that's not the problem. The, the problem is, is that there's no plan usually, or the, or the plan is I'm going to start or I'm, or the plan is way too big. You know, you're trying to eat the whole elephant in one bite. And that's where the problem comes in because usually, and I'm just speaking unscientifically, usually by the end of January into February, the, that's when the wheels come off third week, fourth week into these things. Mostly because those grand ideas either either they're way too grand and obviously there's no way and your expectations are way too high, or they might not be super grand. Like, hey, I'm going to go to the gym two times a week. I can do that, and you don't there there aren't any modifications made to your life before that will allow you to do that on a consistent basis. I mean, you may you may force those two days in the first couple weeks. But after that, then there's excuses to not do that because you prioritize the other things in your life that you've already prioritized from the year before. That's why you don't go to the gym in the first place. Then they just start creeping in and then you don't have the time or you don't make the time or you have excuses not to do that. And then you feel like total shit. So really, it's worse, right? It's worse to plan something and to commit to something and hold yourself up to that expectation of going to the gym and then, you know, forcing yourself a couple times. And, you know, after the, like the cup two weeks in, you're just like, Oh shit. And then, and then you don't go and then you make excuses, but you know, there are excuses and you start, and then you start feeling shitty about yourself worse than if you'd ever go in the first place. That's why I think that most of the new year's stuff happen. you know, the, the, the problems and why January just sucks. There are people who have great Januaries. Uh, I'm talking to you out there who have had these situations, who've had bad January, who are struggling, who are struggling, especially those of you who, uh, and I know there's a lot of you guys who listen to this, you're in the same boat that I am, same boat that a lot of clients are. It's a transition. It's kind of a new path, carving a new path. It's figuring out the the path that you were on the job that you got into right after college not that great and you want to jump into something different but you don't know how and you don't know what and that's a problem or you uh, or you're you know you let last year slide or you had a family issue it was terrible and you let your health and your and uh, your fitness go and you're trying to get back on track but it's really tough you know it's really tough it's really difficult for anybody 
to create a big shift in their life. Because it's almost like trying to wash a car that's that's uh, rolling down a hill. Because the car is still moving and you're trying to do something different, but you're you but you're running, you're running alongside it and you're trying to wash it at the same time. It's it's not easy to to start something new. The human beings, we just we think we have the ability just to make the change and then everything's great. But the problem is is that there's too many things going on at the same time to where if you make this one big change, it's not going to stick. Now, the financial thing is a big thing, too. So we talked about weather and we talked about health and fitness and briefly financial. Of course, after Christmas, and this can be for both North and Southern Hemisphere and people who celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or anything where there is you're spending money on other people <laughs> in, in December. By the third week of January, that's when the bills start coming in. And it's great to give, and it's a, such an amazing feeling. And why do you think that we spend money on stuff and materials? Because we love the feeling of giving, and we love to see the expression of people getting what we give them. Because it's our inspection, our, our uh, expression of how we care about them. Society knows this. The manufacturers know this. That's why. That's why we do this every year. So that's going to have the, you know, the Christmas payments need to come in. Not only that, and I don't, if you're like me or if you have your own business, your own side gig, you know, yearly renewal stuff comes up. Not only that, if you are, if you do work for yourself and you're self-employed, we also have to do our uh, fourth quarter um, payment for our, uh, our taxes, our quarterly tax estimate. That's a chunk. Uh, if you work for a company, they automatically take that out every single month. But if you don't, then we have to, we have to pay it out of our own pocket. And sometimes, I mean, even for the small business, that's anywhere from like two grand to four grand every quarter. And it, and it's due on January the 15th. So all that stuff rolls into it too. There was also a thing that Google has, has a thing where they call it a misery index. And it's based on the number of searches for depression, anxiety, pain, stress, and fatigue. And interestingly enough, and I'll throw this out there, I mean, it doesn't match what the January sucks theme of the show is, but they indicated that April 23rd is the most miserable, but, big but, the uh, the difference between, you know, the gap between the less miserable or the less amount of searches and the most amount of searches, the biggest gap between that happened in January between Christmas and the, or between New Year's Day and the end of January. So that's where the biggest difference between people searching a lot or not searching for those terrible terms. The thing is, is in the interesting part about it is I found that time is a big deal for people that are personally going through this right now. Time. All of a sudden it's time. It's, I don't have enough time or it's too late. It's not the 70 year old saying, I don't have enough time. It's a 20 year old saying, I don't have enough time or I've wasted too much time. And a 40-year-old who said, I don't have enough time or I've wasted a lot of time. So it's really bizarre that it's hit me full force in terms of personally. And that's why I wanted to share it. So what I'd like to do is in, in chatting with these people in my life, as well as every single year when January comes around, January and February comes around with clients, there's a real easy call to action, real easy action step, real easy thing that you can do. If this happens to be a situation in your life right now, or if this, if you're listening to this at another time of the year, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm talking January because it's January right now and it's pretty shitty, but 
if this is May or June or July and it's, and it's something that, um, that will help you to get out of a funk, then let's do it. What I'd like to do is just give you a, a couple different things to do. And it's really easy. If you go to any self-helpy thing, or even if you go to a therapist, cognitive behavioral therapist, they'll pretty much throw you on the same exercise. And uh, basically it's, uh, it's just a little exercise where, and I like to call it just a, you do a word vomit. You've got to, you've got to figure out a couple things that are really, really, really important here. You have to figure out, you have to write to get a piece of paper piece of paper and a, and a pen. If you have nothing in your life, you need a piece of paper and a pen in order to get your shit together and get back on track if you feel kind of funky. There's two things. The first thing you got to figure out is fr- the frustrating parts of your life. You just write down, what are the frustrating parts of my life? What are the parts of my life that aren't working right now for me? What are they? Like, what are they? Who are they? What are they? You know, what's going on in my life that's that's just not working for me? Then after you write that down, you've got to look at them and, and kind of dig a little bit. The question is, why? That's like the biggest question in life. It's why. Because we we do a lot of action. We do a lot, most of our actions subconscious and just because there's too much going on. And humans love to go on autopilot because it just makes our life easier. So we have to ask ourselves, we have to get more, and this is a metacognition thing. It's like thinking about thinking, but it's so, so very important. And this is the whole thing about, I talked about earlier, playing chess instead of checkers. Most people are checkers. They play checkers and they just go through and they, cause it's easy. You move left, you move right, you jump, whatever. But to get to chess, you gotta, you gotta go deep. Different moves, different dimensions. That's what we're talking about here. Playing chess. Why? Ask yourself, why are these things in my life frustrating me? If you really open yourself up, don't be defensive. Don't be defensive because shockingly you will be defensive uh, with just yourself in your own head. It'll be a battle. Uh, but if you ask yourself, why are these things frustrating and jot some notes down, the, the answer may be, I don't know. And that's fine. You may not know. It may be so subconsciously in there that you won't be able to crack it. Or it may be to where something is frustrating you in your life. Let's say a relationship. Let's say your boyfriend or your girlfriend is really frustrating you that you don't feel the same way about them. You, uh, you know, it, there's no reason why you just don't. Well, more than likely, there's a great chance that it has nothing to do with them. The reason why you're frustrated at them is because it's what they represent. Either they represent something to you that you uh, that that reminds you that you're not doing something or you feel shitty about yourself or they're representing somebody in your life in the past. Usually it's a parent figure. Uh, and uh, and there's an unresolved issue there. They can't resolve it through you. And that's where the frustration comes. That happens so often. And it and it's so frustrating because the person that has that the frustration and then creates that disconnect with the other person, they don't want to. And sometimes it comes out of the blue. They don't want to disconnect from the person, but for some reason they have this inner thing that's making them push away. It's just, that sucks for both of them. But the question is, and you'll get a lot out of it if you just sit down and, and ask yourself, why are those things frustrating? So that's the word vomit portion. The second part of this is the reframing. And reframing is not disregarding the crappy parts, which is a very important thing to 
say and to make sure that you understand. Uh, because I've gotten more than once, I've gotten people saying, I, I don't want to just bury my head in the sand like an ostrich and not take in, in, and not, you know, consider these things. I never said not to consider them. You don't, you don't not consider parts of your life, of your life. But what you do is you can put everything in perspective. When you reframe, what you do is you take a look at everything, every part of your life, and you decide to focus on the things that are going to give you energy, the things that are going to create a solid foundation for you, the things that are your pillars to operate from. And then you take into consideration the frustration stuff. And then you figure out now that you have a, a solid place to stand, you can actually start to address the frustrating things. That's the only way, the only way to make any changes in your life. This, the sad part about it is, especially when we go down this, this downward spiral of, uh, I won't, of being depressed, not having depression, but being depressed because not many people have depression. And I don't want to minimize that because that's a serious thing if you're, have a depression issue. But if you're feeling depressed or blue, that happens a lot because once you do that, now, now what you're trying to do is you're trying to, in your head, subconsciously, you're trying to validate your shitty feeling. And when you try to validate that, all what you do is you just pick out, you nitpick all the little pieces in your life that actually prove that you have a reason to be blue. But that just makes it worse. And the funny thing is, is you really don't want to be feel crappy, but it's, it, it creates its own momentum and that's, and it just, it's like a ball rolling down the hill and it just keeps, you, you just keep pushing the thing, even though it's rolling. When you reframe things, you, instead of taking a look at the shitty stuff, what you, what you do is you shift that around and you flip the piece of paper over and you say, what things in my life are solid? I always like to use the analogy of building a house. You know, what are your foundation stuff? What are the good things? Do you have your health? Do you have, I mean, you're obviously listening to this. So you have an internet connection. That's a good thing. You probably have some people you that care about you in your life, even though you think they may not at this point, they probably do. You have uh, maybe a job or don't. You have a place to, you know, I mean, I'm assuming you're not living in a tent in the forest. So take a look at the things, even though they may not be the things, the place where you thought you should be by now, which is big, but just where you're at. Where are you right now? What are your pillars? What are the things in your life that you can stand on? What are the things that you have created up to this point? Write those down because this is important. You can only grow from your existing foundation. You can't grow from the fantasy of thinking that you have a million dollars in the bank and you can go out and do an ad spin on Facebook and push your online course and you know do a thousand dollar a day ad spin when you have eight dollars in the bank. I mean, you could, but that would be pretty stupid. You can only grow from your existing foundation. So what's your foundation? Do you even know what your foundation is? Most people don't. Every single time I get a client in, I have them write this down, and there's a lot of self-discovery. You might think you do, but interestingly enough, when you when you sit down for a couple minutes and you start writing stuff down, you'd be really surprised what comes out. So once you do that, you find your pillars, 
you need to scrap all the previous plans and those god-awful resolutions. All that shit goes out the window. All the plans go out the window. All the expectations, just leave them alone. Put them on, just, just put them aside. They were, they were made based on false pretense. They were made based on f- fantasy or taking too big of a bite. So just put those aside. Scrap all the previous plans and set up one action. One. What I'm trying to get you to do is to start the momentum forward by taking one action. It may be so minimal that you think that it's not an action at all or doesn't matter. It so does, 100%, because everything starts from the seed. The tree doesn't come from the air, you know, out of thin air. A Every single tree that you see, the biggest redwood trees on the planet come from one tiny seed. That's where you got to start. Scrap the previous plans and set up one action. Focus on your foundation. You, you know, make the action something that's going to make a subtle change in something. Just a subtle one. So if it's, again, if you're thinking about do, you know, the gym and all that kind of stuff, the one action is sit down and make room in your schedule one day or two and, and have a backup day for for one session for one workout session and that one you have to do and there's no way that you shouldn't do that i mean unless you know you become sick or whatever you but come on give yourself a break right so but you have to set up your schedule in order to create room for it not just force it in there that's the key component but i'm i'm not saying you know go 3 days a week I'm not saying go from eating 3,500 calories a day to eating 1,200. That's stupid. First of all, your body's going to freak out, and you're you're going to get all jacked up, and you're and you're going to be the meanest person in the world if you're out there only eating 1,200 calories and going to that calorie deficiency uh, so quickly, which a lot of people do in January. That's another reason why it sucks because everybody else is out there pissed off. So scrap the previous plans and set up one action. Focus on the foundation. Follow through on that one thing for one month. Scientifically, habits uh, can form in 22 days. I don't know why they got that number, but they do. I Let's just round it to a month. What the hell? One month. One month, set up something to where you can follow through on it. And just, and just do that one thing. That's it. And make sure that one thing fits in your, in your scheme. Don't make that one thing, you know, volunteer for an entire day when you actually need to work on that day to pay your bills. I mean, that's great if you want to do that, but you see what I mean? Or if that's, or the thing is, is that we have the one thing be work out, but work out on the only night that you're, you know, that everybody's home at the same time, but don't do that either. I mean, this is common sense. I, 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 you'd be surprised how, how people try to do that stuff. You got to prioritize and make sure you're not dicking around with stuff that's the most important things to you. But you should be important to yourself. And that's the thing that I found a lot too. You have to put yourself on in your priority list. Because if you don't, you're going to get pissed. You There's going to be a lot of passive aggressive. You're going to get bent. You're going you're gonna to take it out on other people in your life. And it's, and it's going to end up a total shit show. You have to be in there. And that's the whole thing about health and fitness and and uh, maybe giving uh, giving yourself time to read a book or whatever your one thing is uh, or, or studying for uh, or taking an extra class uh, at night. 
and fitting that in somehow. Uh, you know, go back to school. That's great. But but don't go back to school and then have to study every night and and take up the only time that you have to spend with your kids or the only time you have to spend with your girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, or wife. That's that's. Wouldn't you think that's a higher priority? I don't know. I mean, if it isn't, then you really shouldn't be with them in the first place. You can't be with the kids. You know what I mean? The bottom line is this. January, it can suck uh, as well as other months. I'm using January now because it sucks for me. <laughs> So, but going through all these things again, and this is a good point too. I mean, I've been doing this forever and, uh, I still, and I still go through this stuff. Every single person goes through ups and downs and stuff. I don't care how much, you know, I don't care how great of a uh, therapist or a guru. I hate that word that you happen to be or happen to profess to be. We all go through this because we're all human beings. And uh, when you do, sometimes it takes a couple days to get reorganized and get back on track. So, and this is, and what I've talked about today is what I do for myself. So that is what I have for you this week. If you, if you have any suggestions, you know, again, just reach out, let me know what's going on. It's, it's, I would love to hear from you, especially you guys in the other countries, because this is, uh, I mean, I've been doing this for about three years now and it's overall, it's been the I've been out and about like over a hundred different countries, which is awesome. And I've heard from a few of you and um, it's really cool to hear from other guys. So if you guys just kind of give me a shout out, let me know, or if you want to hear something or if you want to chat with me about something or if something's on your mind, uh, give me a shout. It's Tony at Java, bud.com J A V A B U D no video and no YouTube this week. Uh, cause I, uh, am having issues with the camera switching over cameras. I think, uh, Lexi's coming on next week for a little, a reunion. And yeah, I'll, I'll let you know about that. You can go to javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D. And, uh, I, you know, you can, you can buy the books for anybody. It's, you can, uh, there's a freebie on there in terms of just a little cheat sheet thing. So I hope, um, I hope things are well. Uh, let me know if you have any questions and uh, let's talk next week. 